Welcome to the Dream Big, My Friend podcast, where you will find all the inspiration you need to begin living a more intentional life today. Because no matter where you are right now in life, it's never too late to dream big, my friend. And now here's your host, Francis Vitakovic. Hey, before we jump into today's episode, did you know that I've created just for you a massive collection of freebies that includes my Do Something book. It's a no BS guide for anyone who wants to stop wasting their time today. There's also the Fabulous Day Cheat Sheet, the 25 Ways to Make Your Life Instantly Better Guide. I've also included a 12-month habit tracker template, the Abundant Mindset Guide. There's also the fantastic Your Future Self Workbook. It's a workbook designed to bring your future self to life. And finally, the Vent and Move On Workbook. It's a workbook I designed to help you resolve any issue. Right now, all these freebies are sitting inside my secret library, which you can sign up and access via dreambigmyfriend.com forward slash freebies. That's forward slash freebies. There is honestly so much goodness there. Now it's time to dive into today's episode. Welcome my friends to this episode. This episode is about body love and I am so excited to record it. It's almost like a part two to the previous episode, which was on the perfect woman. It was a project that I did back in 1991. I started, I did it for two years when I was in year 11. I was only 16. And in the previous episode, I shared with you some of the information that I wrote in that report on a typewriter. I did it back then. I had it bonded. And I know that it was one of my favorite subjects. I went really well in this particular project and I got a really good mark. I ended up studying what I dreamed that I would study, which was psychology. But I'm recording this episode as an older woman, so I'm not 16 anymore. I shared really interesting information in that previous episode. But now that I'm a little bit older and wiser, I feel like I have a different take on body love. And I want to share with you what that means to me right now at this current point in time. So I mentioned in the previous episode that I had an agenda, a reason why I went about and did that project, because when I was growing up, I was actually super thin. I was one of three girls, and interesting enough, we all had different body types. So one of us was super thin. That was me. One of my sisters had a quite athletic body, and another one had a curvaceous body, all beautiful bodies, all in their own different way. And I remember thinking back then, which is why I did that project, that even though I was super thin, it didn't mean that I felt comfortable and happy in my body because I felt like there was judgment passed no matter what size we were. So I found that really interesting that back at high school, so everyone's looking at everyone and there's like that comparison game. Ironically enough, if you were super skinny, we all wanted to be curvy and those who were curvy wanted to be thinner. And it was like none of us were quite happy with the body that we were born with. Now, the one thing that I'm really grateful for is that I was given a mum. My mum is someone who always thought that every single person in this world is beautiful exactly the way they are. And if you were to meet her today, she's exactly the same. She will go, you're so beautiful. She says that to everyone she meets. No matter what your body size is, she looked at you through eyes which were loving and compassionate, and she would see your uniqueness and appreciate you no matter what. So I was so grateful to have a mum like that. But even still, you would think that given that I was quite thin, that that would mean that I would be really happy in my body. But I know that I still had my own insecurities. And it's quite interesting that no matter what your body size is, whether you are thinner or heavier or whatever it is, many of us come out of adolescent feeling like we aren't really good enough. And now that I've looked back at that project, I realized how much of that is actually caused by the media. The media is always portraying these images of perfection 
And for a long time, we actually didn't pay attention to the fact that they were photoshopped images, that even those girls didn't look like that. And I know that I discovered that I did a few interviews with these modeling agencies for that project. And I would go in there and you would think that girls would look a particular way. And when you saw them in real life, it was sort of scrubbed away without the makeup, just being their normal everyday self. Even they didn't look like that perfect person that they appeared to be in the newspapers and magazines, especially like they would have, some of them would have pimples, their hair would get oily. They were totally normal human beings, but you wouldn't know that unless you actually met them face to face. So I'm going to share with you a truth about me that it took a long time to get to this place where now I understand and see that there is no such thing as the perfect woman. I think I actually realized that after that particular project that beauty truly is in the eyes of the beholder. We all have our own personal preference on what's attractive to us and that chemistry. And because of this fact, I feel like no matter what you look like, no matter what your body size is, there's going to be someone out there that's going to think that you are beautiful exactly the way you are. And the thing that I didn't speak about so much in that project that's obviously become evident to me over the years is how much personality actually impacts the way that people perceive you. So we often think that it's our body size and the way we present ourselves and the way that we look that actually has an impact. But more importantly, you probably discovered this yourself. When someone has a gorgeous personality, they appear gorgeous to you. When someone carries themselves with confidence, you think that they are confident the insides start to shine and we really embrace that. We're attracted to that. We're attracted to the person's personality. And that is what ultimately makes them beautiful. So for me, Body Love, as an adult, I'm starting to realize that we were made exactly the way we were supposed to be. We are all God's creation and every single one of us have, have these bodies that we need to learn to appreciate. So rather than being really judgy of yourself, like judging the way that you look, what would it be like if you actually looked at yourself with love and compassion? If you saw the beauty that others might not even see in you. So we have these hands, like I'm looking at my hand. I can write with this hand. I can drive a car. I can do so many fantastic things. Rather than looking at this arm and thinking, oh, you should be longer, shorter, skinnier, stronger, whatever. What if I was just to accept this arm as perfect the way it is? And the same goes with my legs and the same goes with everything about me. Because when you think about how amazing our bodies are, like if you're a woman that has carried a baby, it has gone through so many different changes and the transformation, like bearing a baby, giving birth, even though your body might have changed in size and in the way that it looks, that doesn't mean that it's any less perfect as it is. Now, I find it super interesting how often we actually find it easy to see beauty in others. So if I look around at any human in this world, I can find something beautiful about that person, whether they have a beautiful smile or beautiful eyes or beautiful hair or a beautiful posture or a beautiful like presence, a vibe, a thing. If we look with beauty, like when we were searching for beauty, you will find it in people around you. Everyone has something that's beautiful around them. You, you too. But it's often more difficult for us to actually see the beauty in ourselves. But it really is just a decision. You could decide right now today, and I think I spoke about it, it was in one of the articles I wrote when I was in my 20s. I felt like I discovered this genius way of having a perfect body, whatever you consider to be the perfect body, in less than two minutes. And actually probably you could have it in one minute. And it's just by deciding that your body is perfect. So rather than thinking that you need to put on weight or lose weight or look any different, you can just decide that it's perfect, that right now that your body doesn't need to change. And I have found over the years that by loving your body, flaws and all, and yes, 
You can think you have some flaws if you want to. It's just a decision. You're just deciding that it's a flaw. But when you love your body, flaws and all, it's so much easier to take care of your body that way. Because I don't know why we think that if we hate our body, that it's going to motivate us to eat healthier or do more exercise. When you hate your body or when you are embarrassed by it or when you think that you need to change in order to make yourself happier, that sort of self-loathing or lack of acceptance actually harms the relationship that you have with your body. And your body and your mind, that makes up you. So I just want you to imagine that there's a little girl standing in front of you. So it doesn't have to be your daughter. It's not you when you were young. It's just a girl has presented herself in front of you. Now imagine what it would be like if you spoke to her in this way, like, oh, do you know what? You sort of look okay, but it would be so much better if you put on weight, lost weight, did more exercise, or you're not really that pretty, or you're sort of doing okay, but you're not that beautiful. Imagine that we spoke to that little girl in that way. What would happen to that little girl? She'd burst into tears. She'd start to wonder, like, what's wrong with me? Like, why do I need to change? Like, I'm happy with who I am. And here's someone telling me that I'm not good enough and that I'm not worthy of love or attention until I change. Now consider the fact that that little girl might be living inside of you. Now, most of us would be mortified to speak to a child like that, like a stranger. We would never dare tell anyone else that they're not perfect the way they are and that they need to be someone different in order to be worthy of love and attention. So why do we do it to ourselves? What would it be like if you just stood in front of the mirror today and you said, I love you. I love everything about you. You're actually perfect. I'm actually blessed to have these arms, these legs, these lungs inside of me, this heart that beats for me. I mean, thank you so much, body. Thank you for everything that you do for me. Like you take care of me. You even protect me by turning my excess calories into a little bit of fat just to keep me warm because it's got to go somewhere, doesn't it? And you're taking care of me, body, in the best way that you can. When you talk to yourself in this way, when you just look at yourself and think, I'm perfect the way that I am, that doesn't mean that you're not going to focus on exercise and eating well. We do those things because that's actually a sign of loving yourself. So when you love yourself, you want to take care of yourself, but it's so much easier to take care of your body when you love it. To the contrary, when you speak really rude to your body, when you are always telling it it's not good enough, no wonder it goes and wants to like overindulge in things in order to make itself better because it's not getting the love that it needs from you. What your body needs from you is love, compassion, and acceptance, exactly the way it is. The way that your body is right now has no indication or bearing on your confidence, on your self-esteem. I know that you might think they do, but think about where confidence comes from. So a lot of us think, oh, if I only lost five kilos or if I looked a different way, I would feel more confident. But I remember I once thought the same thing. It's like, if I look a particular way, I'm going to be so much more confident doing this thing. And then I realized, like, have a look around at all the people in the world. There are people of all different shapes and sizes who exude confidence, larger, smaller, etc. And that confidence, that's showing that confidence does not come from the way that you look. It comes from the way that you feel. And where do your feelings come from? They come from the thoughts. So it all goes back to the thoughts that you're having. And I want to share with you some really great affirmations that you can share with yourself on a daily basis. So here they are. Number one. I'm grateful for my body and for all the things that it does for me. I'm grateful to have a body that is capable of exercise. I see food as a fuel and not something to suppress my emotions with. I believe in my ability to change my habits and create new positive ones in my life. 
I love myself unconditionally and I'm in complete control of my weight. I listen to my body when it tells me I need to eat and I don't eat out of boredom. I love being physically fit and I'm never ashamed about my journey. I do things at a pace that is perfect for my body. I choose to exercise. I choose to love and care for my body. I am responsible for my health and every day I accept my body exactly the way it is. I love to drink water. I have the power to make changes and I visualize my goals every single day. I love how exercise makes my body feel and my mind feel. I can and I will. I keep on getting stronger and stronger. And remember, food is fuel and not therapy. I am enough. And I surround myself with people who love and support me. I practice self-acceptance and I choose progress over perfection and I am at peace. I'm finding healthy ways to comfort myself. And if I ever get off track, I don't berate myself. I simply get back on and continue with optimism. I treat my body with the utmost of respect and I'm constantly keeping myself active. I am strong in mind and in body and I see my body as an amazing miracle. So here is your task for today or for every day this week or every day this month. Start to say, I love you to your body. Start to say, thank you body for taking care of me because it really does take care of you and it just wants your love and acceptance and it simply is a decision that you make. You decide to be kind to yourself. You decide to be kind to your body and to treat it well. Now, that's not to say that you don't have to have health goals because when you love yourself, you want to take care of your body. You want to take care of it well, but you can't hate yourself and use that as a motivation to get yourself to change. It doesn't work that way. I want you to go back to that example I used, that analogy of having a child in front of you. And if you're a parent, that you're going to know full well what it's like. Like if you had a child, what would it be like to speak to him in a way that was so rude, so degrading, so disrespectful? Would that motivate that child to go to work and achieve their goals? Probably not. It would just erode their self-esteem, would make them feel worse about themselves, and it probably would want to make them give up. Because when you don't believe in yourself and you don't actually value and respect your body, it's actually really hard for your body to show up in the way that you're hoping that it will. But you know what it thrives on? It thrives on acceptance and love, just like kids do. So love and accept yourself, no matter what your body size is. Assume that it is perfectly fine right now for you. The truth is our bodies are actually a reflection of all the exercise and food that we've taken in till this point in time. And that's not to say that it can't change in the future if you change the foods that you consume and change the way you exercise and how often you exercise. Your body is always just a reflection of the choices that you have made in just the same way that the results in your life are an indication of the actions that you have taken till now. So treat your body with love. When we talk about body love, it's just about loving your body. It really is that simple. I do encourage you to still have these conversations with your kids. You might actually be a little bit oblivious to the fact that the media actually is having an impact on the way they feel about themselves. I know that I was probably a little bit oblivious, but now more than ever is Instagram, Facebook, like we're such a social media obsessed society now, completely different from back when I was young. So I did that massive report 42 pages long as a 16 year old, where I researched the impact that media has on society and on adolescents. And back then there was no social media. You wouldn't even know it was in a magazine unless you went to the news agency and had a look and there was no internet. And if you didn't pay attention to the TV, you sort of like would skip the whole bombardment from the media. But today it's a different world, especially for the teenagers growing up. So if I can offer you one piece of advice, go back and do what my mom did to me. 
which is tell your kids that they are beautiful and perfect exactly the way they are. Beauty is also in the eye of the beholder. So you can look at anyone and see their uniqueness as something special. What someone might think is a flaw will be something unique and special to someone else and beautiful because beauty is in the eye of the beholder and we want the beholder to be us. We want our kids to see beauty everywhere and we want them to see it in themselves. And you can start by being a great example. Don't speak badly about yourself. Don't comment on the fact that your body needs to be any different. You can demonstrate love and acceptance by just taking care of your body, but you're doing it because you love yourself. You choose to eat healthy because you want to actually nourish your body with nutrients and you choose to do exercise because you want to stay fit and strong and keep those muscles working and you choose to consume water because it's all about hydrating and taking care of your body. So practice what you preach and that's the best place to start. And don't be negative about yourself. Don't criticize yourself. Definitely don't criticize your kids because they are definitely unique and beautiful. You just need to see it. So I hope that this episode has been useful to you. I've loved doing these too. They were both very impromptu. I didn't write any notes. I just had that little project sitting next to me and I shared with you a little bit from that in the previous episode. So much fun, but so important. Take care of yourself and make sure to take care of that beautiful body that you have been gifted with. So until next time, take care. I love and appreciate you all and I can't wait to catch you in the next one. Until then, dream big, my friend. Thank you so much for listening. If you loved this episode, don't forget to subscribe so you don't miss out. And if you really loved it, you can show your support by leaving a review on iTunes. For more inspiration, head over to dreambigmyfriend.com where you will find even more content for all the dreamers out there. Until next time, dream big, my friends.